0: Connecting to the Real Nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that too, nerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show.
1: This is Zach Howard, and you're listening to the Real Nerds Podcast.
0: Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic-Con 2017. Log on to Denver Comic-Con to purchase your tickets today. They are all sold out as speed passes for uh, Celebrity Summit. So uh, they still have a few passes left for the three days. Make sure you log on and buy them from DenverComicCon.com because if you buy them from a third party, you'll be paying more money and you won't be helping Pop Culture Classroom, which it's for. Um. So make sure you do that. They just announced they have a Doctor Who panel coming up with, uh, I forget the lady's name. She's like from the fifth season. She's cute. That's all I remember from her. Do you remember her name? Is it Billy Piper? There you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can do that. I uh, Hopefully they'll start announcing artists really soon. And I got to think of a villain to continue my Spider-Man wall. Or maybe I should get Spider-Man. I don't have a Spider-Man. Maybe I'll have George's Rummy Spider-Man this year.
2: He's going to be like, why do you keep coming back to me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, he's a really sweet man. He, uh, he told me that I honor him because I frame him and I put him up because I'm, I do, I really love his art. And, uh, he likes drawing Spider-Man stuff because he doesn't draw Spider-Man. He, uh, but right now he's, he just finished a second series of Serenity and he's going to be filling in on a couple issues of the new Buffy series. Uh, so he, he got a start in Bishop and like X-Men comics. He doesn't do superheroes too often. He did Batman for a little bit last year too. Um so he likes doing that stuff. And he's a nice man. So if he's in town, make sure you see him. I think if it's five dollars for a sketchbook of for his, and he'll draw any Buffy character on the sketchbook for you included in the price. Nice. And uh yeah. It's nice. It's nice. I'm Ryan. In front of me is Brad and Zach. I don't have we ever done it with just the three of us and not James? We have to have. Yeah, we have. I don't remember. Yeah, And I didn't listen to last week's episode because I wasn't on it, so I knew it was shit.
3: Yeah. That's why we <laughs> felt okay to say whatever we wanted. So good. there's some pretty inflammatory things that you'll never hear.
0: Good. Good. Yeah.
3: A um, lot of wild accusations based in fact, but yeah. you'll never know. Yeah, that's fine.
0: No, my fucking phone is so stupid. So does anyone else have AT&T? You yeah,
3: know? me.
0: Yeah. So they limit how many gigs you can use on fast, on the, like, fast downloads, like 4G network, mm-hmm. the only phone company that still does it, and so I have, like, me and my wife split six gigs, and for some reason, I, I the last, like, three months, I keep on running out of gigs, so it takes forever to, for podcasts to load, mm-hmm. and so I haven't had a chance to listen to it, that's really the only reason, because it pisses me off.
3: Well, now that I've got a better router at home, when I'm at home, like, just... A lot of my time is on Wi-Fi, and it doesn't Yeah, I mean, I put my... it on
0: Wi-Fi, but I think, too, because I work in Idaho Springs, so it takes more data for it to get up there. Sure. And it's stupid. at t is the only cell phone company that still charges you buttloads of money for, like, gig limits, and they say, oh, well, there's no limits, but have you tried to use a 2G on your 4G phone? It sucks. <laughs> I want instant gratification. I want the <laughs> pornography of my cell phone. <laughs> I don't want any of this teasing bullshit, like this pg-13 and you see side boob i want the full (laughs) frontal nipple space (laughs) uh no bush
2: no bush you're not a 70s man
0: (laughs) but anyways we go see a new movie and every week we podcast our experience of the world this week we saw Fist fight 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 fight, first one dead haunts the school (laughs) uh yeah i love charlie day so stay tuned to the uh, we'll review the movie Hard review comedies and talk about them but hey that's um that's what we do we also talk about movies we've been watching movie news and stuff that's coming out on blu-ray we like movies
3: i can't believe that you have that great controversy book
0: yeah they put that into my mailbox and if i found out who they are i'm like you just committed a federal offense
3: well uh my mailman friend said that like they're being paid to directly carry like you know, 40-pound boxes of these and putting them in. So someone, Oh, so
0: the mail people are actually putting them in. Yeah.
3: Oh, so then it's not. Someone Sock. within the government uh, at a certain level has paid the post office to deliver these books for people. They they're like $11 they're, books.
0: Yeah. Have you read it? Nope. I was going to burn it.
3: When I went to my post office, though, there's like a stack of them over in like the service area just like strewn about. Either someone just left them or people found them in their mailboxes and they just like you know screw this through it on the wall <laughs> what in the
0: world is it it's uh, like a Protestant
3: it's like a propaganda thing yeah oh.
0: like, uh, I don't even know I like looked at it I was like what the hell?" I thought my wife got it because my wife reads weird books sometimes but and when I started reading the back of my own my wife wouldn't get this book yeah more <laughs> shit about
3: the end of the world <laughs>
2: yeah ah okay be yeah. afraid be so instead of afraid. billboards it's books this time <laughs> yes um oh, oh hey hey cool, cool
3: thing um okay. The drive-in has been listening to our, our podcast. Oh, cool. Um, and they appreciate all the shout-outs that we gave them last year. So they're going to partner with us on promotion
0: and stuff. Well, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> <kidding>. That's awesome. <laughs> so, I love drive-ins. Yeah.
3: For now, it's just a, a logo exchange. But hopefully, hey. we'll do some, like, maybe
0: we'll get to show the Real Pod Show trailer on their big screen. Hey, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, I love teaming up with theaters because they're fun. And we go see movies in theaters. In fact, we see movies in several theaters, but the one we see them the most in is the Alamo Draft House. And this is what's playing at the Alamo Draft House this week.
1: Hello. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Leonard Maltin. Hi, I'm Mark Hamill. Hi, I'm Elijah Wood. This is Seth Rogen. I'm Chris Vermeesvoss. I'm Ron Star. Welcome to the Alamo Draft House.
0: See, that's what you guys missed last week. Is great, masterful segues, segues into yeah. it. You know, I listened to a little bit of it. I'm like, mmm.
2: Mm. At first, it was well, no, because a lot of it was just like, you know, how are you guys doing today?
0: <laughs> you know, you guys need more personality. Um, bring it out a little more. Be more engaging. You know, especially you, Zach.
2: Ooh, you're like
0: you're like the Jerry or Larry of our group. The Jerry mm-hmm. or Larry, Gary. <laughs> the Carrie.
2: I'm still I'm still confused. What is that a reference to? Because I heard that That's on Parks and Rec. That's par... no Jerry. I'm Jerry apart. No Jerry. You're is... Larry. I'm Larry. <laughs> 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 um, I've
0: been watching I, I've been watching so much of it I was laughing there's this one scene where uh, Chris Traeger and um, Ann are talking and they ask him for advice and he starts talking and then he starts rambling doesn't make any sense I'm like what are you talking about I'm sorry no one lets me talk this long <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yep. at one point you were like you were the Glenn of this podcast and I'm like what the <laughs> That was that was Brie who said that one. <laughs>
3: yeah, you know, last week we uh, we really got into like finding out like what each other were doing, um, really showing interest and in what mm. we we're all doing. And I know you went to Disneyland, but we really got to get to that Alamo segment. So yeah. why don't you...
0: Yeah, yeah, it, you? It doesn't matter. Does <laughs> anyone <laughs> <laughs> so we'll hear about my wonderful trip? Uh, on Tuesday at 8, nine nine p.m., they're showing a Clockwork Orange. My wife loves that movie. I, I you know it's one of those movies I'm like meh, yeah, whatever. I'm not a big Stanley Kubrick fan. I think he shoots uh films really well. I think he has a really great eye. But other than that, I mean, he just makes things to be weird. He gets uh a lot of uh mileage out of his uh cast though. I think his he usually um usually people are real very good in his films.
2: He gets really good performances.
0: Um Disney's Newsies, the Broadway musical, will be there at seven PM on Wednesday. hmm The Graveyard Shift
2: presents Peeping Tom. Ooh, that's a good one. You ever seen it? I have not. It's the British Psycho.
0: Uh, isn't Alfred Hitchcock British?
2: I know, that's that's the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's a it's a good film. Uh, it's I to recommend. poke holes in your theory there.
0: No, it's it's On Saturday, V for Vendetta is playing and also nineteen eighty four is they're both playing. So I guess uh Alamo's scared of President Trump like everybody else.
2: Mm-hmm. Or,
3: or they're just celebrating John Hurt's death. Well, or, mourning it. <laughs> celebrating, celebrating it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Woohoo! He's oh, <laughs> You know what?
0: Sunday, I'm going to have to go to the Alamo at 2pm. They're showing The Young Victoria, which is Emily Blunt's movie. Um, And for those of you who are listening and don't follow us on Twitter, uh, I'm doing an Emily Blunt-a-thon. And so um, that's one I haven't seen. There you go. I mean, how much are tickets, though? Because I can get the Blu-ray for $7.
2: Probably about the same price. <laughs> yeah, but
0: then I can see the in a movie theater.
3: Are you smoking through those blunts
2: pretty
0: quick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting high on her beauty. <laughs> That's what's playing at the Alamo Draft House. Brad? What's happening around town with Brad? Brad's driving a around town. Looking for places to go around town. Brad's driving around town.
3: So on Wednesday, there's another <laughs> EFB Talks. Nice. Uh, 7 p.m. Bug Theater, 10 bucks. Learn about SAG AFTRA uh, and being an actor, how that works. Um, and then the Midnight the Esquire is the room.
0: Wow, 10, $10. bucks, dude! Have me do an EF- EFP talks. I can tell teach people how to be an actor, read lines <laughs> and say
2: them. Get money <laughs> first. You read the lines. You know what?
3: Email Mike. Let him know if you're interested. He's looking for.
0: But that's already a lie, because. Brad writes lines and I never do what he asks me to read. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, that's not
3: true. Sometimes I stick pretty close. You're up on stage like you hold up the script like you see this thing throw it in the trash burn it. (laughs) Are you an actor or are you a follower? (laughs) It's more dramatic if
2: he just takes a lighter and sets it on fire.
3: (laughs) Don't let this imprison you. (laughs) Make your own choices. And you know the director don't take
2: direction. <laughs> you know how else was the director? Let me, Hitler. T- direct let me tell you
0: a story about one of my first shorts I ever shot called Invasion of the Twilightites, <laughs> where the director told me that my line was stupid and he ended up using it on the poster. I'm just saying, <laughs> go with your instincts.
3: <laughs> I'm going to let Mike know. We should do this. Are you free in May? <laughs> I could be. If um, it's a
0: Tuesday night and... You know, May might work because I think I'm switching shifts, so I won't be overnights anymore.
3: Will mm-hmm. be a Wednesday night, but yeah,
0: no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, that's what's going on around town. Zach, what's going on in your world? No one cares. <laughs> 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 um, Aren't
2: actually, you going on to a podcast or something? I'm going to be on the Movies Made Me podcast uh, next You're week. Fucking traitor! I know. <laughs> I'm I'm a dirty, dirty, dirty Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold. Actually,
0: I, I thought of you when I was at the John Wayne Airport. There is a artist who had... Because he was gay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's this art of two dudes fucking. And I was like, that kind of looks like Zach, you no, uh, uh, The artist's name was Twombly. I'm like, oh, I should have taken a picture and sent it to you, but I don't care that much. <laughs>
3: like, all right, I got to
2: get back to taking care It's kind of my weird kids. how yeah. that name has popped up since that I movie know. came like, out. I with... would
0: never even think about it. but I mean, I really would have taken a picture, but I had... Like, my wife's bag, our suitcases, our fucking car seat. And my wife's like, oh, I'll take care of Kellen.
2: I'm like, do you need me carry anything
0: else? My mom made me carry her bag.
2: Yeah, no, it's that. Believe me, the <laughs> taking a picture of a name <laughs> is not important. But just know that I thought of you. Oh, thank you. And your
0: pretentious movie.
2: You saw, you sent me a link on Facebook for something like Jack Benny related, and I was like, "Is this a weird like Twilight Zone episode?" No, where it Brian... was uh,
0: Jack Benny and Harry Truman.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were they were actually very good friends. Were they? There was a story of uh, his daughter was in the hospital with the, um, having a child, and Jack um, came in and said, "I'm sorry, I was with Harry." Harry who? Oh, Harry Truman. Anyway, uh, how's the baby doing? Like, you were with Harry Truman and you didn't bring him in to see me? Nice. Yeah, no. Uh,
0: I, oh, I, you know, I'm not so self-absorbed. I think of other people. I know. That reminds me. I sent you a picture of uh,
3: Spider-Man getting cursed out by J.J. J. I M. did. Jameson, I, I liked it. Drawn his whiplash.
0: You
2: didn't say anything. That reminds. Me. Oh, that also reminds me. We were in the. Is that how th- we
0: gauge uh, friendships? If, if I say something to
2: you on Facebook, I like the fucking picture. Okay, I yeah. like the
0: description of the picture. It was funny.
2: There was a when we were in that comic book store today. So, is this an actual ep- issue of Spider-Man where Spider-Man's too fat to save Aunt May?
0: I don't think so. He's standing on like a
3: rooftop, and he's got like a huge beer belly, and he's like <laughs> looking down, all sad. Like I'm too fat to save her. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't know. I've never seen it. I should look at the number. Try and find there it. It might be a variant cover or something. I know there's a Superman. Andrew has it uh, in his shop. It's Superman. He's fat and he can barely lift up this fat lady in a phone booth. It's really funny. <laughs> I love those, like, DC mid-60s comic covers because they're funny and stupid.
2: They're campy.
0: Mm, stupid.
2: Mmm. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle, Mm, (laughs) stupid. Okay, fine, (laughs) stupid.
0: (laughs) I think it took him to get to the '80s before DC was cool again.
3: I think in the '70s, like Batman had like this occult horror run. Mm -hmm.
0: So I think that after yeah, after the wild '60s, they kind of that's when he got into his dark period. Yeah, and he hasn't gotten out of it yet. Lighting up, Batman. Speaking of Batman, this is real news. It's real news. guess matt reeves doesn't want to direct batman he doesn't want to do it no i thought they hired him no he exited he's like you know what i have more monkey movies to make so fuck you (laughs) they're apes (laughs) yeah it's uh it's really interesting because i understand why affleck doesn't want to do it because i mean that's a lot to do because superhero movies being the superhero you're probably almost in every shot.
3: Well, in other news, there's a rumor he doesn't even want to act in it anymore either. So
2: Yeah, but... It's third-party I, sources. Yeah, that,
0: and I, I think it start, that started on Reddit or something. So I take that with not even a grain of salt because that's bull. Uh, I mean, I understand, too. I mean, it's a lot of pressure to do it. Uh, And I think that's why, too, he took a step back is because he's like, man, I got to be Batman. I got to direct Batman. I got to produce Batman. Don't I don't write think it. and he already wrote it. So I think if you take a step back, I got a cater
2: Batman. <laughs> yeah, I got right? <laughs> art direct Batman.
0: <laughs> I got a grip and PA Batman. And <laughs> I, got a I, think, Batman. I, I think the negative press can get to you too. Yeah, where it's like, uh, you know, Batman, Superman sucks. Suicide Squad sucks. Well, Justice League better not suck.
3: I spent like ten years climbing out of movie jail.
0: Yeah, cause, yeah, and he worked so hard from Argo, Gone Baby Gone, to where he is now, and then Live by Night tanked. Something that he's super passionate about and people are like that movie sucks.
3: Tell us more about Batman. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's hard, but you know, I think he'll be alright. Until it comes out of Affleck's mouth, I think he's fine. Well he, how many movies did he sign on for? I think three. I think he I,
3: I think he's done after Justice League, so he has to write a new contract after that.
0: Wasn't part of the contract though he was the Batman? Like I thought it was uh Batman, Superman, the cameo to Justice League and Batman, like four movies.
3: I don't know. The thing I read about him dropping out said, like, he's contracted oh, he's, through Justice League. He's, he's contracted. So maybe he, he like, if he but was directing the Batman, it would have started, like, a new contract. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think just. I'm sure they'll keep I it. Cause, I mean, I, I, I haven't found anybody who watches Batman Superman saying, you know, Affleck sucks as Batman. In fact, I think everybody thinks the opposite, that he's probably the best part of it.
2: He's just caught up in a whirlwind of shit.
0: I, 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 I again, it's. Their their movies right now are a product of too much meddling. Mm-hmm. They should really let the directors do what they want to do. Because uh, even though Marvel has a very set way they make the films, each of their films let their directors do what they want to do. I mean, I, I was just watching Guardians. I mean, that's a James Gunn movie. Scott Derrickson is definitely Doctor Strange. You know? Yeah. You got to let them just do what they want to do. Because if you don't, too much tinkering just messes with it. Yep, yep. And, and two I think it, I don't mind there's still actually I was just reading the article on the Hollywood Reporter they're still planning to shoot it in like the next three or four months so the director is going to come on and it's basically going to be like a Marvel we are like hey we have this you know the storyboards are done this is the story we need you to come in and do a vision for it and if Matt Reeves looked at it and he's like yeah I'll do it and then he decided he didn't want to do it then I don't want him to direct the movie I want somebody who's passionate about it exactly you know, and there's got to be somebody out there who's passionate about Batman.
3: You know what would be interesting is like no one has done that for Batman movie. Like Tim Burton wasn't mm-hmm. a Batman fan until he got signed on and read The Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Like that's his experience with Batman in the show. Jumacher was a fan of the show. Um, sure Nolan, he he didn't he wasn't in that world before that. Like, yeah, but he's but into making like brainy but, stuff. Yeah, so. but what
0: Nolan brings to it is, I, I mean. A super classy director. But he's
3: not like Raimi where he didn't like grow up with yeah, it and exactly. loving it, and that's what Batman hasn't had yet.
0: I agree, and I think, yeah, I think it, you need someone who loves the material, yep, and you'll it, do it justice, you know, and it, yeah, the recasting of you know the time about recasting Joker. I don't think the Joker's a problem in Suicide Squad. I think his material is weak, mm-hmm. so if you just give him something to do, he's fine, and you know they're they're. It just blows my mind that they're fast-tracking Gotham City Sirens, which, I mean, I want to see it, because I want to see Batgirl, and I want to see Poison Ivy, but they can't get Batman right. Someone out there has to be able to get Batman right. It's been done before, so it's interesting.
3: Speaking of, uh, what's the shit about Mel Gibson possibly directing Suicide Squad 2? I'm down. <laughs> really? I'm down, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think he makes gritty movies. He'd probably make it a lot more grittier than David Ayer's Suicide Squad and...
3: I mean, unless there's going to be like exploding bodies in it or something,
2: <laughs> I'm
0: down. I, I think I think the PG-13 rating kind of hurt Suicide Squad, and I think they need to make bad guys bad guys. If you're going to make a movie about bad guys, make it about bad guys. I just read really he brings so much baggage with him. It's like, well, I think he's he's starting to get himself out of it because yeah. uh, Hacksaw Ridge kind of reaffirmed that hey, he's actually a good director, and it, honestly. They still give movies to fucking Roman Polanski, and he had sex with a 13-year-old girl. So uh, Mel Gibson just said some disparaging remarks when he was drunk. I'd I'd rather go with the drunk who said disparaging remarks than some dude had sex with a 13-year-old girl. Yep. Which is weird considering, like,
3: you know... Given the state of the DC universe, like, they mm-hmm. don't want to do anything that will hurt the box office. Oh, yeah, I mean, office. I get that point of it, but... You know, like, Polanski's not pulling $100 million movies, but...
0: He's not, but he still wins Academy Awards. It's bullshit. That motherfucker yeah. should be in jail. <laughs> he should be. He pled guilty to it, then he got on a plane and goes to a country that won't extradite him. He's a fucking pussy.
2: And now he's trying to get back into the U.S. Oh, I hope
0: he does, because then he'll get arrested. Guess what? I refuse to watch any of his fucking
2: movies. <laughs> Did you read that article, though, on Yahoo News? Uh, no, he's trying to like have some kind of like arrangement made when I From, like, when I see Ron Polanski
0: in news, I vomit and, I'm, and I say, fuck that guy.
2: Eh, it might have been worth reading the headline before you vomit, but <laughs> no, fuck that
0: guy. Yeah. I don't think he has anything worth saying.
2: Yeah. I, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I I agree with you. I mean, I, I just like I just found it interesting that he's trying to find temporary yeah. sanction in there and I'm like, he well, won't. he's
0: not going to get it. He won't because he's a fucking felon. News
3: next week. Polanski signs on to direct The Batman. That would be the first Batman
2: movie I will never see. I'll never see that movie. It's just like a slow burn movie. (laughs) It's filled with nothing but religious allegories. (laughs) You wouldn't want to watch it even if he wasn't a felon. I'll watch it
3: if he puts himself in Arkham Prison or Blackgate Prison.
0: And In the movie. He, he better get ass-raped by Killer Croc, <laughs> and then I'll watch it.
2: Because <laughs> that's how I feel about him. Mm. Um, What's this I hear, Ryan, about there not being another Friday the 13th movie? What the fuck? Oh, you guys didn't talk about it last week? No, we didn't, and I realized well, we forgot. We saved it for you. Oh, thanks.
0: Uh, no, it's it's typical Paramount bullshit. Because when... I don't know if... Uh, the Friday the 13th history is very unusual. Um I'll just wax really fast about it. Uh, All the Friday 13th through Paramount were actually independent films that were negative pickups by Paramount, meaning they would shoot the movies. Paramount would say, okay, we'll put them out. Um, Every single Friday 13th, part eight to part eight, was owned by Paramount. When Paramount decided they wanted to get out of the Friday 13th business, New Line bought them. A New Line made Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, um, which you can say whatever you want about the quality of those films. At least they were... Trying to make movies with them, um, and Paramount was is so afraid of Friday the Thirteenth, and I don't know why, because it makes them so much money. Uh, the new movie, uh, the one from two thousand nine, cost twenty million, and it made like forty nine million its opening weekend, so it already made its budget back, and it ended up making like sixty five. Yeah, it tanked really hard after that, but so what? And so, basically, what happened is they started doing casting for it. They're going to shoot it, and then. The Rings, uh, the third Rings movie failed. I'm like, oh no, we can't do it.
3: Is The Rings also Paramount? Yeah. No.
0: But they're totally different genres. Um, totally different subject matter and and so the only saving grace in this is uh, it goes back to New Line next year. So, yeah. and you can read the script by the dude who wrote Prisoners. He put it online. It's pretty interesting. I just read it. Nice. Um,
3: so I guess if you have a Friday the Thirteenth movie that. Uh, Stars Jason as like this ethereal uh, boogeyman who knocks over chairs. Yeah. And you've got a Friday the 13th. I movie. think that's
0: the biggest problem right now is for some reason, horror right now is exactly what you explained. It's, I think you need it Friday. It's not blood th- and guts. Yeah. I think like you need Friday mine. the 13th right now because everything is PG 13. And I, not that I, I don't think PG 13 is necessarily always a bad thing, but, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of the paranormal activity movies. I always give them a shot. Because everyone's like, oh, this one's better than the last one. No, it's they put a camera on an oscillating fan and it goes across the screen (laughs) and then it comes back and a chair has moved. So
2: you had the same problems with paranormal activity that I do. Absolutely. An oscillating fan.
0: (laughs) I think they're shit filmmaking.
2: Anybody can shoot those
0: fucking movies. There's no talent. Why did you point at me? (laughs) No, I'm just in general. Anybody can make those movies. Uh, Especially Zach Eastman. (laughs) Because they're relying on tension through uh, a slowly building of this happens and then this happens. It's not scary to me. I think it's just obnoxious and it's piss poor filmmaking.
2: And I it's, love when people make the excuse like, no, it's all about
0: subtlety. And I'm like, no, it's fucking no, no, not. It's not. And I, I'm not disparaging the directors and the writers. I know they're, they worked really hard on them mm-hmm. because you're put in a fucking little box. Where like, okay, well, you have to, you know, it's found footage. So you have to have someone hold a camera at some point or you have to put a camera in a room to show things happening. And it's nothing against the filmmakers. They are put in a box where they have to make this film. Uh, you know, I feel the same way about the Blair Witch. I'm not a fan of the Blair Witch Project. I'm a big fan of the director. I really like him. And I like the story about how they made the film and how they marketed the film. Uh, but I think that it's so limited now with horror films. And being a horror movie fan, it just it bums me out. But
2: there's that section of, like, these independent ones that are coming out on, like, the split VOD theatrical that are actually really good. Oh, no, I... like. Uh, but I, we are talking about, like, a mainstream yeah, thing. Yeah, because... Well, you heard like that. I mean, we talked about it last week. You haven't heard it on the show yet, but there, th- David Gordon Green's doing Halloween. Yeah. With Danny <laughs> McBride. With Danny McBride. But I mean, again, like I, I said last week, it could work if they actually take a take a smart approach to it.
0: Well, that's the thing is I, I said this about the Friday 13th. the 13th. The guy who wrote Prisoners wrote Friday the 13th. Yeah. he He's nominated for Academy Award. He wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. If you take people like Danny McBride, if he likes it. And he and Seth Gordon Green, who is a good director. Mm-hmm. If they like it, then let them do it. Yeah, because and if John Carpenter signs off on him, I'm on board.
2: Yeah, he did. Not only that, he says he might do the music for
0: it. Because and two, uh they said one key thing in that make Michael Myers scary. Yep, That's all you need to do. And uh, so, yeah, I'm really disappointed because they're going to shoot it. And for some reason, Paramount gets cold feet. I don't know why they always make money. I don't know. And people haven't seen Jason in so long. I think it'd probably make a lot of money. The script is interesting. You should read it. Uh, Can you send
2: it to me? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Um, or if you want, if you go to Bloody Discussing, they just have a synopsis and like the highlights of it. Oh, okay. Um, if you want to get past the minutia. But it So it starts off with this killer wearing a bag over his head, so like part two. And it turns out it's Jason's dad, and he's going around killing people. His mom finds out, kills her dad. Uh, Jason gets uh, tormented by kids, and he's chased into the lake and that's what causes him to drown and then his mom goes on a killing spree and so, then
3: so it's kind of a reboot yeah and then jason
0: yeah. doesn't show up until like the last 30 pages Ooh. so it's so it basically combines the first three movies into one the, the coolest part was they use an outboard motor to chop jason's face up so his mask got all cracked <laughs> and well they did that in six six yeah yeah so i'm like sweet <laughs> but it's fun and then uh yeah I mean, it's a different take on it and I would have watched it. And I think, you know, trying to, I'm always hesitant when they try to explain, cause they try to explain a little bit how, who Jason is. And when they did that and Jason goes to hell, it just was a convoluted mess. I don't think it really works. It's like explaining Michael Myers. I think why yeah. Halloween one is so effective is, you know, you shoot him, he falls out and they go back and he's gone.
2: Yeah. They give you, they, they give you only what you need. And then when they try to explain the thorn, they're
0: like, what the fuck is this shit? No. Um,
2: there was, I mean, you're you're not the only one who, like, like believes that. And that's why I said last week, if they do Halloween, the way they need to do it is that they need to get away from this whole I need to kill my sister vibe. Yeah.
0: No, they do because that's been played. Yeah. Where, actually, I, think, I mean, I think Halloween H2O is really good. Oh, it is. Because uh, I think it's really stripped down. Was it, like, 82 minutes?
2: Yeah, it should have been a longer movie. But, th- to be fair, they were only planning for a vi- uh, direct dvd release at that time mm-hmm. for that film. But... You know, like, you can make these things scary again, whether it's Freddy, whether it's Jason, Michael, or even Freddy, who's... I mean, I'm i am kind of surprised that Freddy's not, yeah. like, on the table anymore either, but...
0: Yeah, but people are scared because uh, there's a new Leatherface movie that's been done for about a year that's just sitting on the shelf. I mean, the last Texas Chainsaw Massacre didn't put a lot of faith in me, but... In the series, but again, something about slashers right now people aren't really down with, mm. but... I think it'll it'll come back. I mean we have a new saw coming out this year, so I guess I guess that'll be my Friday the thirteenth movie. Yep. We'll see.
3: What a bunch of assholes. Totally. Speaking of assholes. Do you have more news?
0: Sorry. No, that's it. That's oh, I was I trying got. to segue. Um yeah, that's I mean that's all I really got. Yeah. There's a rumor that Tom Cruise is actually playing Van Helsing in the Mummy, so he's gonna be like the connecting factor in all the like universal monster movies. I'm down.
2: But I thought he was playing the, like... You said he was playing, like, a bad guy yeah. in it or something?
0: Yeah, he is. But they haven't really told you who he is. Uh, and just going off what Tom Cruise said, that he's, like, not a good person.
2: Okay. Yeah. That, it took me a minute. Yeah. I had to think about it, but I'm like, no, that could work. Yeah.
0: And then he starts shooting, you know, Mission Possible 6, I think, next week. Dude's so busy. Probably ran from set to set.
2: <laughs> Did you see him running across California at all? I wish. <laughs>
3: This is just to make a movie Hi, about Ryan! him running from set to set. <laughs> that would be funny. Tom Cruise in Call Time. <laughs> Remake of The Running Man. It's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is about fake tunnel paintings and. That'd be sweet. The Roadrunner. Tom Cruise is the Roadrunner. Road Runner. <laughs> meep,
2: meep. <laughs> meep. Meep. <laughs> Who's coming with me? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. That's news. <laughs> now that I th- th- that think of it, we're just going to keep laughing about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
3: Back to assholes, spe- yeah. specifically art house assholes. Uh, Henry's got another movie.
0: The Salesman. I love art house movies. You can call me Mr. Asshole.
1: What's up, nerds? It's Henry giving you an update on art house asshole. Uh, this week, we watched The Salesman, which is the new Iranian film uh, from a director whose name i 'm not going to try to pronounce because i 'm sure i 'll mispronounce it uh, he 's a fantastic director though he uh, is known for making a separation, which won the Oscar for Best Foreign Film uh, a couple years ago, which a separation 's a beautiful made film if you want to see that too go see that. Uh, this film is also very, very good. Uh, it has definitely its problems that make me think it 's on the same level or lower than uh, a separation. But the third act of the film is so good that I think it's worth checking out for that alone. Uh, I do think it's very good. I personally think that Tony Erdman is still the better film of the films nominated for uh, Best Foreign Film. But that's more of a style-based thing, because Tony Erdman is a more enjoyable and pleasant film to watch. (laughs) This film can be be described as misery porn, I think, to some people. Uh, So keep that in mind before you go in. Though it is a fantastically made film, and it's a very powerful film as well. Uh, so that's this week on Art House Asshole. Uh, I uh, check out the full my full thoughts on it at realnerdpodcast dot com, and I hope you guys like what you're seeing this week. I think it's fist fight, so haven't seen it yet, but I hope it's good. Bye.
0: That Henry sees some fucking, fucking weird, weird, shit. weird
2: shit. the The director of that okay. movie uh, got barred from our country. I know, which is a bunch of horse shit. But. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's supposed to be an actually very good film, so I might have to check it out.
0: Um, Henry's idea of a good film is uh, subject to debate. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. Yep. You should just call this episode a "Yep."
0: <laughs> well, I'm just glad that someone takes a bullet for those shitty movies because I will never watch them. Brad might, but sometimes I think even the stuff that Henry reviews is too artsy fartsy for Brad.
3: I mean, I'll give any movie a chance, but like, I'm not like penciling it in like the salesman <laughs> Friday. Um, Although we yeah. found
2: out that Tony Erdman is coming pretty soon. So. Yeah, I'm going to go try and see that. Yeah, two-hour comedy. <laughs>
3: yeah, two-hour comedy, up for an Oscar. Um, Jack Nicholson's going to remake it. Yeah, why not? Come out of
0: retirement for it. <laughs> Fucking Germans. Or is it Russian? <laughs> it's German. It's German. It's German, right? Yeah. Hey, we hey, we watch movies throughout the week. This is a segment I like to call... What the fuck yeah. we've been watching?
2: So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching.
3: That's not what it's called.
0: I decided to make it R-rated. <laughs> Restricted.
3: The new R-rated Real Nerds
2: For Podcast. strong sexual language.
0: <laughs> it wasn't R-rated before?
3: <laughs> no, it was NC-17. We just scaled it down. Yeah, <laughs> we scaled it down.
0: We only used one F-word. Yeah, And we said it in a way that um, wasn't... Didn't apply the act. It yeah, didn't just, apply the act. Yeah. So we can say it one more time then. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I just ran out. <laughs> we filled our quota.
2: Yeah. Zach, what'd you watch this week? Uh, a couple of things. Um, I went... And, so I don't know what prompted it, but I decided to watch the 30 for 30 event OJ Made in America. Yeah, we know. And... Um, <laughs> Guys,
0: we follow you on
2: Facebook. I think that guy's guilty. (laughs) Sounds like you're looking for tips. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Building your alibi. (laughs) Um, No, it's actually a really good documentary. Um, It starts like the so it's interesting. It's broken up into five parts. First part deals with OJ's football career and his eventual move into film, and uh, then the second and third and fourth episodes deal with the case, and then the fifth episode is about his like fall from grace like this huge fall from grace yeah that
0: uh you're talking about the documentary right yeah the 30 yeah. for 30 uh that was in contention for best picture of the year it is it, uh, not just documentary but yeah. i mean overall
2: yeah they i know they were trying to push it hard and i honestly it is it's kind of hard because it's not a doc. It's not like a two and a half hour documentary. Yeah, but also can-
0: too, the academy is a bunch of douchebags, and just like they'll never nominate now an an animated feature for best picture, they'll never do it for a documentary because like, oh, we already have a you know a category for it. Yeah, I know. It's bullshit.
2: But regardless of this documentary, it's fucking fascinating. Like they, some of the stuff that they get into in this doesn't even just have to do with. OJ, it has to do with you know race relations in America throughout the '90s. It has to do with the city of Los Angeles and its history. It's it's, it's fucking crazy. Um, so an extension of that was I watched American Crime Story: The People vs. OJ Simpson, and uh, I really liked it. Um, I think all the actors do a really good job in it. Uh, John Travolta is the only weird one in it because he has a little bit of a stiff upper lip, literal stiff upper lip in the in the show. Was he born with a stiff? Stiff <laughs> up a lip. <laughs> That's my ACDC right there. I got it.
0: <laughs> <But> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <Brad. laughs>
2: it's just... But it's like... It, it, it's So he's playing Robert Shapiro, and Robert Shapiro from archive footage sounds like he's got something stuck up his ass. But Travolta takes it really far. <laughs> like, And he's like, he's always squinting. He's always got this squinting. And John Travolta like just... He makes it seem awkward at times, but then you you get a, him in a really awkward situation and then he starts emoting and expressing and it actually works. Um David Schwimmer's great in the show as <laughs> I never thought I'd have sympathy for a Kardashian until that show. Yeah, when I mean, he found
0: out who he's married to and how his daughter's turned out. Yeah. Right?
2: Oh shoot. So have you you haven't watched it yet, have mm-hmm. you? So there's a scene. Um it's not a spoiler or anything. The, spoiler alert, OJ was found not guilty. <laughs> um no, but um in the second episode uh OJ's run off with a- uh, AJ Cowling's um, in the white Bronco, yeah. and Shapiro and Kardashian uh, decide to make a statement. And Kardashian decides to read the suicide note that uh, OJ wrote um, to him. And um, he's on TV in this press conference, and the uh, Kardashians' kids are watching. They're all in the living room, and um, they say like, "Daddy's on TV, Daddy's on TV." And then uh, the they, the press starts asking, "Who are you, sir?" robert kardashian K- kardashian kardashian <laughs> and then it cuts to the girls playing kim kardashian and uh, watching the tv going spelling out the word kardashian and then suddenly all the kids in the room start going kardashian 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 it is like scarier than anything american <laughs> horror story put out in their five seasons <laughs> so um but it's really good sarah paulson plays the da in the movie uh the uh Marsha Clark. Marsha Clark, and she was just fucking fantastic. There's a whole episode dedicated to her, and the series was written by Scott Alexander and Larry Karaszewski, the guys who wrote Ed Wood and uh, People vs. Larry Flint. Mm-hmm. So if you're a fan of those guys, you actually might want to check it out. It's not it's not in the same vein as American Horror Story. It's completely different. Um, and um, I also watched a documentary called um, Video Games the Movie. So I was just curious about oh, yeah, the history of that one too. Yeah. Yeah, a while I was, ago. yeah, I was interested in the history of video games for some reason. Cause I work at a thrift shop where we get a lot of old consoles, but I never play them. So I uh, learned about the history of it. Guys, I didn't realize that they threw a bunch of ET games in the fucking landfill in There's New Mexico. There's a documentary about it. Really? There is? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, I think it's on Amazon prime. Look it up. I'll have to look it up. This sounds it's, amazing.
0: It's by a, it's even by a really good director too. Huh. It, it's like the search for, it's a search for looking for the, the landfill? The landfill. It's, it's pretty interesting.
2: Huh. That's so weird. But, uh, you know, you learn about more of the history of these video games, like how 8-bit turned into 16-bit and how 16-bit turned into 32-bit and all the bits, et cetera. I remember um, I was there.
3: was.
0: <laughs> and when uh, PlayStation 2 came out, I was like, is this going to be 128 bits?
3: <laughs> now it's, it's re- re- like, irrelevant now. Yeah, now it's well, I guess everything's still kind of 64-bit.
2: Yeah, but it was it was fascinating. It makes me want to play some video games now, like especially some PlayStation Two games. I miss my PlayStation Two. Yeah, it's fun. I'm, I miss Tony Hawk's uh, Underground. <laughs>
0: I've been playing Resident Evil Seven. It's pretty good. Ooh,
2: I want to play. I want to play some more horror
0: games. This game actually creeped me out. I usually don't get creeped out too much in games. And I was really, I'm a big Resident Evil fan, and they've always been third person shooters, kind of mm-hmm. uh, puzzle games. I mean, they've evolved, um, and this one was first person. I'm like, I really don't like first person games. But I gave it a try. I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. And it's actually scary. Like, there's this part. It's not spoilers because uh, it's like at the beginning. But mm-hmm. um, you go to this mansion and you're looking for your girlfriend mm-hmm. and you find her. And uh, the graphics are amazing. But and she's, you know, she's like, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. So she leads you upstairs uh, in this mansion and you get to this hallway and the door shuts behind you while she's down there. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you open the door and you hear like the scratching going on.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, "Oh fuck. Uh, the thing I do know about Resident Evils is when you go into a room and you hear scratching, you're fucked. Um, and then she, your girlfriend is like crawling like her head twisting around, and you have to like stab her and shoot her and uh, and she's like possessed by something. Um, you fight her off, and you, <laughs> you run down the stairs, and then she pops out of this bathroom and she takes a nail and, and hammers your hand into the wall. And then she cuts your hand off with a fucking chainsaw, and it's fucking crazy. And then you think you kill her, and then she keeps on popping up.
2: Oh, like,
0: creepy things. Like, you'll be walking through the mansion, and you'll go, like, around the corner, and you see her, like, walk by. I'm like, oh, fuck. i got to fight this bitch again. <laughs> and then sometimes you run into her, and she says, Ethan, I'm so sorry. Something's wrong with me. And you're like, oh, my God. Fucking die. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's kind of like a Chainsaw Massacre movie.
2: The <laughs> last thing that I watched was um, Underworld. Uh, which one? The first, first one. one. The it's first one. one. I'm, uh, I, I borrowed the collection from you, and I'm, I'm making oh, my right. way through them. Um, I didn't mind it. I, I actually it was, thought it was fun. Yeah, the first one's fun. It was fun. Um, <laughs> she's a death dealer. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I love Bill Nighy in that. I, I, his acting Dude, the way raised. he gets fucking killed is sick. <laughs> or, where he's like... <laughs> <"Nyah."> <laughs> <laughs> When I saw that head split down, like, yep. fucking, like, just come across, I'm like, fuck, that is intense. <laughs> you're like,
0: fuck Len Wiseman for being, like, attractive and a good director.
2: <laughs> oh, no, oh, dude, I look at him and I'm just like, I'd fuck that guy. <laughs> you, know, you know that movie costs $15
0: million. $15 million? Looks like it's like a $60 million movie. Dude, that looked like a fucking Matrix movie. Yeah, he did good. Yeah. Dude, I, it was it Was, was fun. He in production design first? I think he was. Maybe that's why it
2: looks so good. I think so. I think so. It's weird. I know it, all I know about Len Wiseman right now at the moment is that he's trying to work on another Die Hard movie, which Good is strange. Oh, nice. But uh but it's gonna be like young John McClane. Uh anyway, um but the one thing I will say about Underworld, like so I guess I shouldn't have watched Underworld Five before watching this first <laughs> oh, one. Well that's
0: right. You went yeah, Underworld I, Five cold.
2: I I, I I went I I took the wrong route and now that I realize that I need to maybe see that one again at some point, I, but maybe.
0: Like, like I watched them all, um, I mean, I'll get the fifth one because I'll keep my collection complete. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fifth one, there's some cool parts. And again, it just ends weird. Just like, time to go
2: home.
0: <laughs> Werewolf sad.
2: <laughs> I just remember remember the whole Magnificent second Seven debacle. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to re, re-dub certain movies with you. <laughs> but do it like that uh, time-life like, you'll get all the hits, such as <laughs> Underworld Blood Wars, <laughs> Werewolf Share. That, that was The Magnificent Ryan, that, Seven.
3: I inserted a clip from the movie
2: just now. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so you, don't, you don't know. Casablanca. Oh, Elsa's <laughs> got to get on the plane. <laughs> he's going to leave her because he's a bad man.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you can call him a bad man. I don't know, whatever.
2: <laughs> He's an indifferent hero. Yeah, he is. He's
0: indifferent. He's kind of an anti-hero in Casablanca, he, he isn't is. he? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, that's
2: how i describe it. That's a great movie. I just want to hear Trey Parker dub movies. Yeah. You know... <laughs> the, it's weird. This, He's weird. He's going to be a voiceover in that Despicable I know, Me 3. Like the
0: Despicable Me 3 movie, I'm like, Meh. Like The second one I thought was okay... I mean, I actually think they're cute movies, but then when I watch him like being an 80s... like bad guy and he's like come on every time he does i'm like okay i'm on board <laughs> so yeah that's all i watched this week brad
3: i did not watch anything this week
0: wow that's fast um, uh
3: actually um i uh so i scored the deep space nine entire series on dvd for like mm-hmm. 100 bucks mm-hmm. uh down from like 400 so that's nice. yeah, a score but it's only that because the new set's coming out but i want the old one with all the complete special features and i've just mm-hmm. been watching the special features and uh it's cool to see uh like there's nothing too revealing but they kind of have like at least one documentary that celebrates like the best episode from that season and whatnot and um uh so if, if you can get a hold of uh, those dvds they're, they're worth checking out there's a lot of cool stuff in there but nothing too surprising or revealing uh and it's kind of annoying the, the special features menu has like a lot of easter egg spots on it mm-hmm. so a lot of the time i'm just like you know, up, up, down, down, right, right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Trying to figure out where everything's hidden. Just in put on Konami code and see yeah. what happens.
2: <laughs> I'll attach <laughs> it. I'm going to attach it to a piece of metal and we'll just have you doing Morse code. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's weird. The sets are like this plastic paper. Hmm. Um, The discs are like in typical, like rectangular hard trays. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get to flip through them because the plastic folds in on itself. Like it's mm. it's folded around in the box. But in, yeah.
0: I don't know. I just remember the alien quadrilogy was a pain in the ass. Cause it was like in one of those kind of like 24 sets, but it's really long.
3: Yeah. It would fold out and fold yeah, out and fold out, out it and fold it was out. 12
0: discs. Yeah. It's like, geez.
3: Now that the trays are stacked on top of each other and like, in just like a flat column. But because the, the plastic, you know, it's the designs printed on this, like, like transparency sheets, but like hmm. super thick. So they just automatically like flex back into themselves. So you're gotcha. constantly like, trying to hold it. up. Like I only got two hands. And I got both <laughs> sides open and then like use my tongue to flip the sh- trays over.
0: It um, could be worse. I got the married with children of the complete series and they put everything in just like a sleeve, mm, like oh, the a, individual like, a, sleeves. like a white, no, it's black that, you know, so let's say you get uh, a computer and you burned a disc and you put it in one of those like mm. paper sleeves, which is the plastic thing. So you can read what it is. That's what it came in. Wow. Because I was like, oh, sweet. It's only 29 bucks. And that's because they didn't spend any money on packaging it. And
3: they're just stacked on top of each other yep. inside like a yep. plastic box.
0: Yep. I'll uh, I'll show you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Um, cool. Uh, I'll just catch up on. I, I didn't watch too much because I was on vacation and I had to go right back to work. Uh, so I'll catch up on a few things. But I'm just going to point out because I post things on Twitter so I don't forget what I watched. Mm-hmm. So I posted the uh, Hollywood Reporter's exclusive uh of the friday 13th shutdown when i originally posted it it was part seven was a picture of jason this one is not even fucking jason it's roy from part five so fuck the hollywood reporter too (laughs) i was i was such a bitch too on my tweet did you read it it's like at paramount pictures you are lame uh hopefully transformers last night will lose you lots of money
3: (laughs) you are the ones who are the ball lickers (laughs) that's what i
0: tweeted to paramount pictures uh, so my Emily Blenet-thon...
2: That's why Brad Grey quit
0: Paramount <laughs> as <of> CEO
2: because <laughs> yeah. he read Brian's tweet. All the shareholders saw his tweet.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. They're like, <laughs> they call him in the office. Hey, come in, come in here. <laughs> this one random dude said you lose lots of money on transformers. Get the fuck out of my office.
2: I have sweet. to resign. That would be sweet. Ryan I would, doesn't like me. I say if
0: I won Powerball and I won, you know, 300 million dollars, I would put 20 million dollars to a Friday the 13th movie because I know I'd make fucking shit loads of money off of it. be the next Frank Mancuso. That's right. I like Frank Mancuso. He's awesome. Yep. I I love him in that documentary because he's like I know what they are, but I still made them because I had fun. Yeah. So so what? Yeah. Fuck. Wait, was it else. junior or was it senior? Junior. Well, uh, senior okayed the movies, and junior started uh, you know taking him over, taking him over. So I respect that guy. Yeah. Good for him. Um. So my Emily Bunnathon was uh, two movies this le- uh, week. Uh, they're the two two horror films. Uh, the first one I watched was The Wolf Man, uh, which Ooh, is the one good Benicio movie. del Toro. Uh, it is. It's pretty good. If you watch the unrated, it's super gory, uh, and when I was listening to the commentary on it,
2: uh Did Joe Johnson do the yeah, commentary? yeah, Joe
0: Johnson. He he said the reason why they cut the movie down is because Universal didn't like that it took an hour for him to turn into the werewolf. So there so there's too much story at the beginning. Um and when you watch it again, you're like, Oh, you need all this story for the movie to be coherent. Yes. Um Emily Blunt's good in it, she's but she's really just a damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. Um she's pretty, so
2: I'm a firm believer that that movie should have been PG-13 uh, and shot in shadow. I thought it was. Uh, no, it was rated R.
0: With, you should. Well, you should see the unrated version. There's like intestines and arms and shit. It's pretty awesome.
2: I, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying like if they wanted to re- do redo their monster stuff mm-hmm. the way they're trying now with Tom, like the best way to do it back in 2010, make a PG-13, shoot it all like shoot it in shadow. Shoot the transformation in shadow. Really I, try to make it, like, I guess experimental.
0: I actually think the movie looks really great, though. I mean, I think it's shot really well. Mm-hmm.
2: And, I mean, it was nominated. Did it win the Academy Award? It won the Academy Award, Award for Best makeup, f- makeup. Yep.
0: Which it should have. I mean, the makeup's pretty impressive in it. Yeah.
2: So. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I love the movie. I'm just, like, saying, like, if they wanted what it to be... What the fuck are you saying, Zach? If they wanted it to be successful <laughs> for a future franchise yeah, kind I of mean, thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, anytime you make a $150 million dollar horror film, you're going to run in trouble. I mean... You make it Friday 13th for 20 million make all your money back but wait, <laughs> uh, and the second one is one I haven't seen it's called wind chill and it uh, the DVD has the worst cover art ever I found it at second spin I didn't think I'd ever find this DVD I thought I'd have to order it um, and uh, in it she plays a woman who doesn't have a name and she's in college and she needs a ride back home to Delaware and so this dude uh, takes her back saying that he lives out there too but he doesn't live out there. He just wants to spend time with her. So it's like this. He's like this creepy guy, uh, and it's an interesting character piece. And then they end up crashing their car on the side of this road, and it's uh, like a ghost story. Um, the ghost story isn't quite very isn't very effective. Uh, the actors are really great in it. Um, besides Emily Blunt, I forget the kid who plays the lead in it. He's really good though. He's in a couple movies. Um, What's it called? The Wind Chill. Wind uh, You can borrow it if you want. Um, okay. But yeah, it's and it actually has like a. 45 minute making of on it, which is weird because I think, and it's uh, produced by Steven Soderbergh and uh, George Clooney. So that already piqued my interest. I'm like, Oh, if they're interested in it, it can't be that bad. Um, and the movie's all right. I mean, again, you know, the ghost stuff is okay, but it never really works for me as well as teens getting slashed. I don't know. Maybe I'm a kid of the eighties. Um, but again, shot really well. It's there. Right on. Uh, she's good in it. Um,
2: I had no idea that was a movie
0: I know, either did I (laughs) Until I pulled up her IMDB page Speaking of cars crashing, we came up with a new movie
3: Cars 4, (laughs) The Reckoning But rec is like (laughs) W-R-E-C K, yeah
2: the way it spawned, though, was he was talking about like the horrible conditions that cars in a dealership live in. <laughs> yeah. There's
3: got to be so many unbought cars. Like <laughs> It's like they're selling 100 a day. Or are they?
0: I don't know. I've never worked there. <laughs> so, uh, yep. So, my Emily Blenathon, I don't know what I'll watch this week. I'll probably watch Wild Target, which is with Bill Nighy. It's like a British action comedy. Um, oh, that's the Sun- one
2: with uh, Rupert Grint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can watch Sunshine Cleaning. Yeah, I will probably watch that one again too. Well, I, I will watch it again. Um, probably Edge of Tomorrow, Live Die Repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? she's fun. She's I, I really like because I can watch pretty much something different every day because she's in so many different genres. Um, and then uh, the only other thing I watch, I, I went and saw the Lego Batman movie, uh-huh. and it's my third favorite Batman movie. Uh, <laughs> mine goes The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, and then Lego Batman movie. Oh, so you like it Rises more than this one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it just you know what gets me into it right away is uh, his voiceover at the beginning. Yeah, all cool movies start really
2: dark. <laughs> oh, DC, yeah, they're really cool. The house that Batman built. What, Superman? <laughs> yeah, won't fight. <laughs> wait, wait, back Ra- up. So rat-
3: Batman Begins is below this yep. one. Wow, all right. It's
0: more fun. <laughs>
3: rat Pack. I don't know what they do, but that sounds really manly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny.
0: And I think it actually has people who made this understand Batman really well. You know, and it deals with, you know, being alone all the time and yep. finding your family. And it's funny as fuck. Uh, I I think Will Arnett is killer as Batman. Um, <laughs> it made me laugh. Uh, when he's when they're driving uh, him and Alfred and Alfred says, take off your cowl. Why my what? <laughs> what does he call it? It's like uh, he doesn't call it a cow. It's like my armored fuck. Yeah. I can't remember. I saw it like five days ago. I know if you'd listened
3: to the episode last week, you would have heard us talk about like, I, it's so fast paced. Like yeah. I can't keep up with it. I was, I yeah. thought
0: when I was doing, when they're doing the credits though, I just thought it was so weird that, so Ray Fiennes plays Alfred, right? but he doesn't play Voldemort. <laughs> yeah.
2: We just, we talked about that last Ray, week too. Fuck? <laughs> Eddie Izzard plays uh, Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, uh, and I
0: think, I think Zach Galifianakis is fun as a Joker for, uh, the Joker for that version, yeah. you know, uh, and, you know, it's so goofy. I love that uh, the name of the airplanes is MacGuffin. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're best friends and we fly a plane. <laughs> uh, Permission to land a plane with bombs. Cartoony bombs. <laughs> it's yeah, so funny. I know.
3: They pan across all the different bombs <laughs> in the cargo hold.
0: And Michael uh, Sarah's great as Robin. <laughs> Hello,
2: secret camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bad kayak. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I can't wait to see it again. I'm waiting until, like... There's less kid crowds. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. Batman is your roommate? Yeah, he's my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: have two dads.
2: <laughs> <laughs> two dads?
3: <laughs> Yesterday I was an orphan and now I have two dads.
2: My two dads are my one dad, <laughs> but they're both leaving. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the preview for the Ninjago movie when you yeah. saw Batman? What did you, did you think of that opening bit with the whole, like, uh, you ruined my life. How can I ruin your life? I wasn't mm. even there. <laughs>
0: I think the Lego uh, movies have a, the right sense of humor in them. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, because it's just fun. You know, everything about that movie is just super fun. I mean, Alfred Batman suit is the 60s one, but it still has a mustache on it. That's funny.
3: Yep. Yeah, going in, I was worried it was just going to be like this, uh, like, sequential, just uh, modern Batman jokes. Uh, yeah. And, like, the average kid humor. But the fact that it has that storyline of dissecting his isolation and mm-hmm. uh, how he, like has this fear of actually, like, he's he's out there being a vigilante to save the world, but, like, he's got this fear of just becoming part of a family ever again. It was, like, great. <laughs> yeah. Something you probably couldn't do in a regular Batman movie. Oh,
0: yeah, no, absolutely not. And you have to, because there's a secret to making the movie successful and still being funny, but still being true to Batman. Because I think it's really hard for Batman to be funny, especially now with, you know, everybody has to be so dark and... um you know, it, that, that has always been my complaint about Batman. Why does he have to be so down all the time? Like, I understand his parents are dead, but come on, dude. That
3: was Light. like 30 years ago.
0: Yeah, lighten up, bro. <laughs> lighten up. You know what? Because that's why I love Spider-Man. His dead uncle doesn't define him. It makes him who he is. What do you know about raising a surrogate son? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that movie's great. I have to...
2: Master, Master Wayne, you're going out to the charity event tonight. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's flopping, flopping around. Well, I love, too, he
0: comes home and he leaves his car on and he has his robe and he does everything else <laughs> he loves lobster
2: you have a 20% off coupon for bed bath and beyond It <laughs> expires monday but i heard the exp- but i heard they offer it at off- later Some days stores will still accept it Some stores will still accept it. yeah <laughs> it's great it's he's a millionaire so what does he need a coupon for
0: <laughs> it's yeah it's pretty great uh <laughs> it's even like so stupid uh I want you to tell me I'm your greatest villain. No. <laughs> I don't have a greatest villain. <laughs> I like to fight around. <laughs>
3: uh, some of the voices in there. Are so great.
2: Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> like uh when they're uh the when he goes to the Justice League's or to the Fortress of Solitude, <laughs> yeah. the Justice League's having a party without him. <laughs> now do everything you just did but backwards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: expendable <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yep. this is a good movie it is it's fun cool this is what's coming out on blu-ray
2: Blu-rays.
0: oh it's a big week i'm um, blurry um so if you want to pre-order stuff though from disney on amazon you can't right now because they're having another one of their fights or whatever i don't know what they fucking fight about uh, will they won't they
2: Oh, you can't. Pre- so you can't pre-order anything, No, nope.
0: everything's unavailable. Jeez. So if you want to get Doctor Strange, you should get it at Best Buy Anyways, because it has a sweet steelbook. Is that this week or next week? Next week. Yeah. Uh, this week, you got a, a bunch of- Two steelbooks. Uh, Academy Award stuff. Hacksaw Ridge, speaking of Mel Gibson, um, comes out on Blu-ray and 4K. Manchester by the Sea, which I'll never see, because I've been warned that it's shitty. Uh, Nocturnal Animals, which James recommends. Bad Santa 2, no one saw. Criterion has Mildred Pierce coming out. Ooh! Arrow has Psychomania. Ooh! And also from uh, Criterion, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. I,
2: I, I've never heard of
0: that one. Either have I. I mm-hmm. The Cover School. Uh, for Brad, No Retreat, No Surrenders, making his Blu-ray debut. Nice. <laughs> the Cover School. It's like a painted...
2: Is that the one that you can see on YouTube for free? Yep. <laughs> it's uh, because Van Damme's the bad guy from Russia.
3: Yeah, just watch the beginning and the end, and then you got all your Van Damme. In it. I
2: remember from the trailer, Eastern Europe's most feared martial artist.
0: <laughs> and guess what, guys? <laughs> That's Uh-oh. pretty much it. Aww. But I'm going to scroll down to see if there's anything silly. Which anime out that titles coming out this week? <laughs> uh, Kill Granny Kill is coming out. Kill Granny Kill. Don't know what it is. There's a skull on a plate <laughs> with fish around it. Yep, that's on there. From the director of Thunderbolt 2. <laughs> and uh, the least ordered f- movie on um, Amazon is Tricks Evolution Tour, final in Tokyo 2016.
3: Like Trix the cereal?
0: Uh, it's spelled <laughs> the same way, but I'm guessing it's some band. Okay. So maybe if you really uh, want that, then you can help it get higher up on the
2: But be, care- but be careful, guys. It's just for kids. <laughs>
3: yes. Uh, I pre-ordered my RoboCop Blu-rays 2 and 3 from Scream Factory So hopefully I'll get those next week or uh, the week
0: after Oh, you order from Scream Factory? Yeah, yeah. They, they come out 3 weeks early If you order from Scream Factory Yeah, so looking
3: forward to that And then uh, Mondo is doing a uh, Their own uh, Ghost in the Shell Steelbook So I pre-ordered that too Oh,
2: nice I uh, pre-ordered Cereal Mom from Scream Factory Nice Yep, I cannot wait for that comes out in may yep and you get a nice poster with it yeah which is the, the new artwork not mm-hmm. the old one
0: sadly but but the new ones get cool though for that it, one, it, it, it's kind of like a pop art thing
2: yeah have you seen the movie before oh yeah oh,
0: oh yeah. God. i have it pre-ordered
2: mom are you a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> i like
3: that movie has a uh, screen factory adapted to any new line movies no no because no. they don't have a contract with them sadly.
2: right now
0: their contract is with mgm and universal
2: mm-hmm.
0: and orion and canon but well,
2: Did you know Orion's back in business? Yeah. yeah. That's strange.
0: What movie's coming out really soon that they did?
2: I don't know. I
3: saw their logo on something. But I was just hoping that they would do Suburban Commando.
0: Mm.
3: Since New Line probably won't.
0: Uh, they might. I mean, they they still, they still can still buy them. They always have like weird, uh, you know, like, look at surprise title announcements. Yeah. You never know.
3: I mean, if they get New Line, they can do well, they Friday may. 13th and... A bunch of the later Freddys.
0: Yeah, well, they... Um, no, I all of them. They have Shout. I think Supreme Commando might show up on their Shout imprint. Oh, I guess that's true.
2: They should uh, They should get New Line, though, so they can get In the Mouth of Madness and complete their John Carpenter series. Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. But as we know, we don't live in reality. Yeah.
0: This is not reality. <laughs> uh, this week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw Fist Fight.
2: Zach, should people see Fist Fight? Uh, you know... <laughs> It's a goofy movie, but uh, I uh, dug it enough to see it. But maybe you don't have to go to the theater for it, Brad.
3: I thought it was a lot of fun. I was laughing my ass off. Um, see it in the theater at home, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun. I, uh, I I'm a big fan of Charlie Day, and anytime he gets to act crazy, is is fun. Um, I don't know. Ice Cube always bothers me. Like he he's just always like I'm a tough guy. Yeah, we get it. We get to go make daddy's daycare or whatever the hell he's been in. Are we home yet? Is that the one? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And are we done yet? Yeah. Yeah. You don't scare me. And how tall is he? Like five, five. <laughs> Cause he's like, I know Charlie days, a small guy. So he doesn't scare me. But anyways, uh, they're still funny in it though. Um, the kids are pricks and the one, what's her name? Jillian bell. Jillian bell. Yeah. She's really great in it <laughs> as the, uh, counselor on meth. <laughs>
2: Sexual predator on that. <laughs> sexual
0: predator. She said this really funny line called uh, "I want some of that teenage penis, some teenus." Really <laughs> uh, here's a trailer for Fist Fight. Nine one one. What's your
1: emergency? There's a crazy guy at my high school. He's trying to beat me up. If you have a problem with a bully,
2: I need you to speak to a teacher. No, uh, I, I am a teacher. Excuse me. It's actually another teacher who wants to have a fist fight with me after school, so I need help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very funny. You're a grown man. Now go on and take that ass whooping. <laughs> Why? Are you trying to pick a fight with me, man?
1: These students are shit on this school all day. You think this is funny? I'm going to show you what's funny.
2: You
1: ratted on he did it. Now you got to pay the price. Snitches get stitches.
2: Snitches and stitches? What are you talking about?
1: Mr. Strickland,
3: reputation of a hothead. Scary, yet effective.
2: Kill shot! Am I the oh. only one here who sees what's going on? Hello?
3: Hello?
2: Not hello you! Hello! He's, he's holding an axe! <laughs> there
3: Mr. Campbell, English teacher. Probably a nice guy,
1: but a bit of a worm and a sneak. You guys hear Strickland was gonna fight Campbell. Yeah, he's gonna whip him bad. <laughs> Without a doubt. Two teachers are in a school fight to end all school fights.
0: You're about this teacher fight.
1: #hashtag Teacher Fight. The whole school's into it. We're gonna tailgate. Actions have consequences. This school is crazy. <laughs> Shit is violent! I look like a million! Filled with lunatic teachers! Ali, ah. you're the
2: guidance counselor. You're not doing meth again, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Don't do meth. Because it's a gateway. It's the finish line. It's
0: going down for
1: ah! He's a nice guy, and then people are like, hey, I'm gonna stomp on that guy. I'm, I'm done with this shit. No more Mr. Nice Guy! No more playing by the rules. Campbell!
4: Daddy's got to get in a fist fight.
1: Campbell, you got this! Oh. I don't think
3: he's got this. Why don't you just take a punch and then just go down? Play dead like possums do or anything that's like a like a pussy animal. Wait,
0: well, I didn't tell you, you she go see it. Uh, yeah, if you like funny stuff, go see it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean the whole premise is, is they're doing cutbacks at this school, like the one of those schools that is really bad, and all the kids are little buttheads in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
3: it's the last day of the the year, and so it's, so it's senior, like senior's day, yeah, yeah.
0: senior prank day. Um, Charlie Day is an English teacher. Ice Cube is a history teacher, which I don't buy, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And so they get to teach these kids about the civil war. <laughs> they think Civil a war well, between is Batman you- and Superman right away. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, if you're gonna use that joke, oh, maybe they couldn't cause new line is Warner brothers. So they, that's probably why they said Batman, Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, the real one's Captain America and Iron Man. We all know that. Well, it
3: makes him look out of touch like he's supposed to be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, so he ends up getting him fired and it creates a fist fight. We well, challenges them. to challenges them to a fist fight. And it's fun. And shenanigans happen. Lots of cursing.
3: And Charlie Day has got a baby on the way. Yeah. So he really needs to keep his job.
2: What I like about it is that it's essentially the day in a life kind of like motif. Yeah. Throughout it. Like, uh, you know, you've seen films like this before, but I liked how they were able to create such momentum out of it and keep it crisp and clean. And not like have it seem too long. Yeah. Like, the love- movie's only 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. roughly and it and you know it still manages to tell a fleshed out story which I totally dug and President Palmer was in it so that always
0: upset for me yeah,
3: yeah.
2: and uh <laughs> I didn't realize the principal was uh, Hank from uh, fucking uh, Breaking Bad Breaking Bad yeah.
3: <laughs> and one of the SWAT guys from Terminator 2
2: yep yep
0: um,
3: <laughs> he is. and right. what guy in Total Recall is he uh, like tumor head or something
0: yeah
2: balls yep <laughs> Captain Balls. Captain (laughs) Balls. Uh, Kamal Nanjani probably had my favorite moment where he's trying to act like a cop (laughs) (laughs) with the other cops between eight and three. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
3: Yeah. No. I. I really going in. I thought it would be like it would play out across a lot of time, and just like the the challenge is just the first day, and then it would like never happen. But I love that they actually go through with the fist fight, Mm -hmm. and like it's all like bottled into one day like i was like wow they really like fleshed out a story in a single you know eight hour period it's great and
2: it's fun
0: seeing tracy morgan he was really funny
2: in it oh yeah -hmm. it's good to see him back on the big screen
3: students are like mowing penises in the 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 chalk line is the semen Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: um
3: and then uh christina Hendricks is like this French teacher that seems like so innocent and then all of a sudden she turns out to be like she wants to cut everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm so glad mm-hmm. I didn't cut you. <laughs>
3: and Charlie Day's arc is like from being like this little weasel to actually standing up for himself at the end uh, like yelling at <laughs> President Palmer.
2: Like and... yeah, when he's yeah. getting the drugs from the kid. Yeah, And, uh, oh, yeah, and really... he's just like you pay me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and he smacks the kid. And... <laughs>
3: That's funny. <laughs> then he buys that MacBook Pro and then runs into his wife and has to go yeah. back and buy another MacBook Pro. Keep like spreading around here? these cards. Yeah, uh, yeah and
0: uh, his, his daughter's rap was funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I did not know the lyrics. To this, so. <laughs> I apologize. That movie was fun. Um, Favorite line, as I said at the beginning of the uh, episode, is, uh, First one who dies haunts the school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, and maybe, then the fight was good. Yeah, like, the fight was really good. <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, maybe
0: you shouldn't do meth anymore. Right, no more homemade meth. No, no meth at all. <laughs> 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 and at the end, uh, she confronts that boy that she has a crush on. She's like, you've been flirting with me all the way. He's like, no, I've been ignoring you
2: because I want you <laughs> so bad. Because <laughs> I've been playing games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the... I thought you said you do drugs. I don't do drugs at school. I do drugs before school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she's a pretty funny actress. Uh, she's in 22 Jump Street. And...
2: Uh, office Christmas Party. Yeah. She should be in more stuff. She should. I'd cast her.
1: Yeah.
0: In my Friday
2: the 13th movie.
0: <laughs> Did you see the trailer for Snatched with Amy Schumer? Oh, uh,
3: yeah.
2: Looks like she's put on some weight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That killed the podcast. <laughs>
2: that killed, out of anything that could have killed the podcast, <laughs> it's Amy Schumer's weight.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, from what I know of her comedy, she doesn't care.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. No, that's fine. Just saying. Yeah.
3: Your words cannot hurt her, Ryan.
0: I yeah. know. She doesn't care about what I think. She's rich and I'm not. <laughs> and I'm fat, too. I don't think she gives a shit.
2: She's starring in that movie with Goldie
0: Hahn? Yeah. That's Goldie Hahn's first movie in a long time. Yeah. I just remember Goldie Hahn from Overboard.
2: Starring Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. America's greatest man. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: going to be Ego of the Living Planet soon here. That's right. Yeah. I up.
2: cannot wait.
0: So yeah, that's, I guess that's fist fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, comedies. Yeah. Um, we don't tell the jokes as well as they play in the movie. So if you want to see it and it looks interesting to you, it's worth it.
2: It is hard reviewing comedies it on is. this podcast. Well, yeah. I remember Keanu. I listened to the Keanu episode recently and I'm well, like, God, we're it's not a really... movie. Re- well, I'm <laughs> Well, we're not really reviewing the movie. Whoa, we're going to,
0: that really got I, could, I think I told you to be like, yeah, whatever. But I say something about Keanu. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Look,
2: <laughs> look, you could you could shit on my black and white movie, whenever you want. When well, you cross the line, we talk you about go go Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> that cat is fucking adorable. <laughs> um, sure. Anyway,
0: yeah. Uh, next week we're seeing uh, Get Out. I don't know.
2: Sure. Let's do that one. And true to form, I will be out, so you can tell me to get out. Yeah, get the
0: fuck out. Yeah. It looks interesting. It's getting good reviews.
2: Yeah. Uh, Directed by Jordan Peele mm-hmm. of Key and Peele. I mean, what's the alternative?
0: Uh. Well, uh, Brad, why don't you tell us what this week's episode is brought to you by, and I'll uh, look up real fast.
3: Uh oh! Shit. Is Birdman barbecue going under?
0: Uh, yeah, not going under. They're just uh. They're not going to do anymore because everybody's getting busy, and so th- it's just taking too much time. So they are going under. Yeah, <laughs> but going under sounds like it's a failure. But they're so uh, they're
3: going out on top. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I saw Joe's post and I was like, because I've been listening to all the back episodes mm-hmm. and like the old Birdman Barbecue commercials we used to do, and then yeah. I saw his Instagram thing. I was like, really?
0: Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, so we can either see collide which has um, been delayed for like three years, Get Out or Rock Dog.
3: I think people want us to see
0: Get Out. Yeah, then we... then fucking Logan. Oh, my
3: God. I know. I got to miss that week. Did you I mean, I'll see, see it in the Seattle. the RT rating? Mm-hmm, yeah. I'll be able to talk about it with you guys. Everybody uh, loves
2: it. It's going to be awesome. It hurts great. Yeah. Cool.
3: So, next week. Oh, so, during this week, we'll have the nominations for the nerdies that's right um and then hopefully uh we'll be able to announce the winners right after because the oscars are next sunday right yes so i guess we'll be he- here talking about get out then and then announcing the winners yep on our own yep. yep. oscar special in true
2: yep. to fashion i will be one of those douchebags who does not show up for his own award ceremony
3: that's okay, I'll accept it for you. It's cool, Sean Penn.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, Sean Penn doesn't do it. We discussed this. It, it's Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, that's right. Sean yeah. Penn is like, oh, yeah, you guys don't like me. <laughs> yeah, because you're a douchebag. I am Sam. That, that That's Sean Penn again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. I was talking about Sean Penn. <laughs> oh, okay. You never go full retard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Worse to
0: Live By by Robert Downey Jr.
2: Spoiler alert for... um uh, I was watching Captain America Civil War again like t- three weeks ago. Yeah, because it's amazing. Yeah. Well, Robert Downey Jr... He get that that might be my favorite performance of his in the Marvel Universe. I have to say. Yeah. So some bitch killed my mom. Yep, I don't care. He killed my mom.
3: <laughs> and we're also about eleven to twelve weeks out of from episode three hundred. So I think we're gonna do some lead up stuff for it. So yeah, watch out for that.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, look for the uh, first appearance of Zach Eastman on that one. Uh, of course, is the Incredible Wonderstone. I believe was your first appearance.
2: Yes, it was. So. uh... That's when this whole thing went down. So now. I'm going to be listening
0: to that. I'm going to be pulling some nuggets from you and see how pretentious you were back then,
2: <laughs> compared to
0: compared to now. <laughs> compared to now, we're see off. if I've infected you enough with the shit movies I watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
2: it's it's on one screen. It's me going like, yes, I do think I prefer Truffaut. <laughs> and then yeah. on the other screen, it's like, hot dog! Did you see that new Jason movie? <laughs> hey, I already got you
0: watching Underworld. Yeah, victory. <laughs> Cool. Bye. Bye. Brad loves Crystal Pepsi. Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds podcast.